0: You're listening to Sports Better's Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network. All right, Jimmy out alone with Bruce Marshall of Vegas Insider on a Tuesday uh, overseas with us. Let's get right to it, Brucey. And you think these NBA uh, lines are just a little bit off, sliding Miami, Denver, much the public team through the first two. The Game three back in Miami after Miami gets split Denver 2.5, half, half.
1: I absolutely think the numbers are skewed here. I mean, they're they're. These are the same sorts of numbers we saw when the Nuggets played Minnesota in the first round. And they're not giving Miami the credit it deserves. I mean, Miami's being still rated like it was during uh, February or March during the regular season. They're not being priced the way they should be here in the playoffs. I mean, they've beaten everybody. They've beaten Milwaukee. They've beaten Boston. They've beaten the Knicks. I mean, they're not being rated as highly as Phoenix or the Lakers were against Denver. Look at these spreads. These numbers are off. Miami should not be an underdog at home in game three. And that's why I still think the Heat, a lot of value. I mean, they showed something coming back in game two. Everything that didn't work in game one, not getting to the free throw line, the three-pointers, that all worked much better, much better balance. And now Denver's got his back up against the wall. First time we've seen this team really pressed in the postseason where they actually lost a game at home. Let's see how they react. We know how Miami reacts. Pretty good. Heat, definitely. I'd take the heat even on the money line in game three.
0: All right. Uh, to the NHL, Bruce, you better get back into states because they're organizing the parade already for the Vegas Golden Knights. They have been – they could not have looked any better in the first two games. Let's, let's say that, especially against that hot goalie. They have figured him out. By the way, their goalie is pretty strong as well. But it's gone now back to Florida. And now let's see. Florida, a a small price here, 117-6 and at Bed Rivers right now.
1: Yeah, I mean, it it, it hasn't been the same Florida that we saw in the first three rounds in the East. Um, Maybe that long layoff took something out of them. I don't know. I think their physical styles worked against them. All the penalty minutes have added up. Uh, They chased Bobrowski in the last game. You mentioned that, talking about Vegas. They've chased goalies in five of the last 12 games here in the playoffs. That is pretty impressive. I think one more shot, though, I would give Miami at home. If they're going to make a series out of this, they'll bounce back in game three. If not, they're probably looking at a sweep. But I would still think the way they've been playing so well, from what they're saying after game two, Bobrowski, you know, the Bobrowski of the East playoffs was impenetrable. Uh, he hasn't looked good. I know thus far. I'll give Miami one. I'll give Florida one more shot here at home. Uh, slight price, but uh, they got to have this one, and I think they will get it.
0: Moving on to Major League Baseball today, Bruce. Uh, the Braves and the uh, Mets. The uh, Braves and Elder, a dollar sixty-five, nine and a half over the Mets and Carrasco.
1: Yeah, Elder keeps doing it. We talk about Elder a lot on uh, Sports Better's Paradise with Jimmy. And even last week, he had losing effort at Oakland. He pitched well and only allowed a run in seven-plus innings. ZRA is still under two. Uh, He's been a revelation this year for the Braves. So, I mean, you could look on the run line there. I almost had the under a bit more here uh, with the Mets because Carrasco has started to come around his last couple of games. He's only allowed one run each of his last two starts, 1.42 ERA uh, across his last two starts. That's the best he's looked all season. Uh, This number is up there, you know, nine and a half or so. That's kind of high, the way Elder's been pitching lately. And if Carrasco looks like he did in his last start, I think this one has a chance to stay under. So I'm looking for a pitching battle tonight here in Atlanta as the Braves come home from that. Uh, It was a successful series in Arizona, one they needed. Uh, But pitchers battle tonight, I think this one goes under at truest
0: Astros jumped all over uh, Alex Manoa last night. Uh, we did as well. He's a fade guy right now. Six runs in the first inning for the Astros as they try and chase the red hot Texas Rangers tonight. Though uh, Toronto uh, back at home against these Astros. Brown on the hill for the Astros. Kevin Gaussman, uh their ace on the hill for Toronto. Toronto a dollar thirty. Uh, a dollar thirty. Astros coming back one fourteen here.
1: Yeah, Jimmy, uh, Galsman's a little bit different than Manoa. Uh, galsman has been their ace. Like you say, his numbers have been very good. Hunter Brown, a little bit shaky in a couple of his recent starts, but he's generally been able to give dusty five or so innings. The one thing you like about Houston here, I mean, you, you've got these guys, the way they're playing so well, 19-7 and 7 across their last 26 games. Anytime I'm getting a plus price with them, yeah, I liked it last night too with Belak against, we're not going against Manoa tonight at Galsman, but still, Houston, plus price. I think you've just got to go with it, take your chances with the Astros. They're playing so well. Like you say, they've got to start chasing Texas here because the Rangers aren't losing. Ranger uh, they, Astros on the uh, money line plus a short price, I think, worth a look.
0: All right, uh, the Phillies uh, in this one, Taywan Walker. Uh, you're looking at the run line minus one and a half, minus 104 against the Detroit Tigers on the hill for the Tigers. It'll be Tyler Alexander.
1: Yeah, this looks like an opener for uh, for EJ Hinch tonight with Alexander. He'll be out of there pretty quick, so it's a bullpen game for Detroit. This is mostly an anti-Detroit pick now. I think this is the slide we were all sort of expecting with the Tigers, Jimmy. They've lost four straight. They've only scored six runs in those four games. They've lost six of seven. On the season, these two teams have about the same record. But Detroit, minus 69 run differential for a team that's 26 and 32. Phillies 28 and 32, only minus 31. Uh, So I think Detroit's been playing a little bit above its head. And in this game, you get Walker hasn't pitched too badly lately. 3.37 ERA his last three starts. The Phillies got the offense going. I had a no hitter into the eighth inning last night. I think Detroit's a go against right now. So uh, we got to lay a little price on the run line here with Walker. I'll do it. The Phillies got the offense going last night. And I don't think Alexander and the Detroit bullpen keep the Tigers close. So let's go against Detroit another night on the run line here.
0: All right, fun series uh, in Milwaukee, uh, 37-22 and Orioles uh, travel to Milwaukee. Milwaukee slips out of first place in the National League Central with the Pirates comeback win against the A's last night. Peralta on the hill tonight uh, at home uh, getting plus 105. I'm sorry, against Baltimore. Laying at Baltimore, and Gibson is plus 105 on the road in Milwaukee here.
1: Yeah, I think there's some value with uh, Gibson. Uh, uh, Peralta hasn't pitched all that great his first couple of starts weren't bad after he was activated last month his last few starts are not his era has been close to five just not the sharp Peralta we've seen in the past Kyle Gibson the, the Orioles are eight and four in his starts he usually gives Brandon Hyde at least six sometimes seven innings I think that's important because Hyde has a tendency to really use that bullpen and late in the season this could cause the Orioles some problems but Gibson's doing what he was supposed to do. He's supposed to eat up some innings, gives the bullpen a little bit of a rest. His numbers aren't all that bad. And like I said, they've been winning games with him on the mound. Milwaukee's also lost Peralta's last two starts. Yeah, Baltimore plus tonight. Gibson, I think that's the way to look uh, in Brewtown tonight.
0: All right. The Angels host the Cubs tonight. Anderson for the Angels, a uh, dollar thirty-four over the Cubs in Wisneski. Uh The Cubbies coming back 115 on the road here.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Tyler Anderson, um, this is another Angel mistake I think they made in the offseason. A guy who has one good year, and his career had not been that great up until last year at the Dodgers, and he posted some great numbers. The Angels gave him a big-money contract. So far, it hasn't worked out that well. He hasn't been the pitcher he was with the Dodgers last year. ERA over 5.5. This is going to be a problem, I think, for the Angels going forward. Now, can they trust Wisniewski and the Cubs? You know, he's had a couple of bad starts that's distorted his numbers, but four of his last five starts, he's allowed just one run. And the Cubs have recovered a little bit. They've won four of their last seven, but that was against tough teams, the Rays and the Padres. I think plus price tonight for the Cubs, they'll have fans in Anaheim. And uh, I I think they'll do some business against Anderson. Now, if the good good Wisnecki shows up and gives the Cubs five or so innings. I think they've got a shot and a good look as a dog here tonight.
0: We talked about those red-hot Texas Rangers. They win it again last night. Uh, their 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 ace last year uh, had been struggling this year, and then he throws a great game last night. Martin Perez, and they win another one in walk-off fashion. Now thirty-nine and twenty on the year, plus one fifty-five run differential. We talk about their number one in batting average, run scored, on-base percentage. They're only two and a half games behind the Tampa Bay Rays for the best record. Uh, in that one, so uh, Liber uh, Liberton uh, for the uh, for St. Louis, uh, not the best. Dunning, he's been one of the big reasons, especially with Degrom out. He won't be back to June twenty eighth, but Dunning uh, has really been on a roll for the Texas Rangers with that great lineup as well. Their uh, run line is minus one and a half, plus one twenty five at Bet Rivers.
1: Yeah, I'll look at the run line tonight. That was about all that didn't work last night with uh, Perez on the mound. They won 4-3, but they did win again. Uh, this homestand now 4-0, that's 13 or 16. They have really taken flight. We've talked about the Rangers before on Betters Paradise, Jimmy. Houston has to chase them now because they're in pursuit of the Rays for the best record in the American League, that offense full of contact hitters. And this staff, guys like Dunning, Dunning's ERA 2.06, he's been very good this season. And I think let's just keep riding these guys. I do it on the run line. You mentioned that run differential. Liberatory last start was not good against Cleveland. He's only had a couple of starts this season. And St. Louis has flattened out, Jimmy. We loved them a couple of weeks ago. Since then, four and nine, their last 13. The offense has stalled. Texas run line, I think, is the way to look tonight.
0: Swept at PNC against the Pittsburgh Pirates. uh, So... And uh, the Pirates used all of their bullpen uh, in those uh, close games against St. Louis because some of the guys they threw last night, I don't know what they were doing uh, in a tight situation, but they're running on empty. Uh, Bruce, uh, Baltimore uh, in Texas, a bit of surprises. Maybe we saw a little bit more of this out of Baltimore last year, but in that tough AL East. Uh, is it sustainable uh, for these two teams moving forward?
1: For Texas, it is, because they're in the West, although the schedule's a little bit changed this year. They're not playing our division as much, and that hurts Texas a little bit, and it helps Baltimore some. But the fact these guys have stepped up for Texas, there's a difference with Bruce Bochy. This reminds me a lot of the Tigers when Jim Leland showed up in 2006, and they won the American League pennant. Bochy's made a big difference. They're hitting on all cylinders, so I think Texas sustains it. I'm not quite as sure about the Orioles mainly because the same thing that I worried about last year in August and September, that bullpen might be overworked, but until the up through the all-star break, whenever you're getting a plus price with the Orioles, like we are tonight, I think they're good value. I'll be keeping an eye on that bullpen to see how that works. Because like I said, Hyde uses the bullpen a lot, but I think Texas is legit. And I expect to see them win the AL West get in the playoffs and be maybe the team to beat along with the Rays in the AL.
0: Finally, Bruce, uh, nice call on Sevilla. I know you, uh, a big, uh, uh, excited about that—that that come from behind win in the second half, uh, and now what? About, now we have the Champions League. This is a runaway train. This Man City team—it's uh, tough to fade them, but you got enough guts to do so. The two, the goals are two and a half as well.
1: Well, it's tough. this man in Milan had. I mean, listen, my my son-in-law works in Milan. My granddaughter was born there, so I've got a little tie to Milan. Um, however, I mean. Manchester City is on a is on a great roll. Uh, to paraphrase Chick Anderson from the nineteen seventy three Belmont, Manchester City is moving like a tremendous machine. <laughs> However, um, I mean to cheer for them, it's like you feel like cheering for the tanks in Tiananmen Square or in Prague in nineteen sixty eight. I mean, listen, this, this team. They're hard to like, though. I, I mean, not because of Guardiola. I like Guardiola. The players are fine, even the the Abu Dhabi ownership. But there's 115 fair play, financial fair play uh, charges against Man City, which won't be determined for a couple of years. UEFA had kicked them out of the Champions League, and then through the legal process had to let them back in because of the financial stuff. There's been some things going. They're, they're playing with a different set of rules there. Now it's a great team, obviously. Um, and we've seen, we saw what they did to Real Madrid. Inter Milan, keep an eye on, on these guys, though. They've been very hot lately too. They beat two possession teams, and, and they've beaten Napoli and Barcelona this season. Uh, if you like Man City, I mean, your choices are: you want to lay that big price, or you play the spread line, and that's not too bad if you like Man City. Uh, plus one, minus one and a half goals. Plus one and a half on the inner side, it's minus 130, 140 or so. Maybe there. But I think the total is the way to look here, Jimmy.
0: So, uh, Bruce, uh, Bruce likes the uh, o- over in the uh, championship league, a Champions League final over two and a half uh, with Man City uh, in Inter in Milan. I, I tell you, Bruce, you're talking about the the, the black hat that the, uh, the the Man City wears. OK, uh, I I introduce you, uh, Nick Saban in Alabama, all set to go nine games until he was dealt the hand where Auburn, Tennessee, and LSU would be his permanence. Well, that's a, that's the shortest straw out of all 14 teams' projected schedules. So he goes and changes it. And there you go. Little Nikki gets what little Nikki wants. So, Bruce Marshall of Vegas Insider every Tuesday with us uh, via the airport uh, in uh, in Europe, coming back home after a stay over in Italy, Germany, and Switzerland. Bruce Marshall of Vegas Insider. I'm Jimmy Ott on the Sports Better's Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network.